Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sarah Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sarah Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sarah Davison. Welcome back to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sarah Davison and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. And today I'm excited to bring you part two of my webinar, How to Divorce a Difficult Person and Recover from a Toxic Relationship. How do you get into that kind of relationship? Well, if you knew what they were going to be like on day one, or they showed up on day one as they are later on in the relationship, you tell them to sing the hook, okay? So it doesn't happen on day one. What happens is what's known as love bombing. So love bombing is when you are uh, made to feel a million dollars, like you are the best thing ever, like they love you so much. They might spoil you with expensive gifts or taking you out for dinners or maybe holidays, romantic getaways, so, um, promises that it, you're, you're going to be taken care of forever, that life is just wonderful, you're going to have a great time, they're going to love you forever, you're their soulmate, they've fallen in love with you, all happening pretty quickly. But it feels amazing. So even though it may feel a little bit too good to be true, well, often just the, the whole emotion of it and the fairy tale of it all gets you really hooked in. And that's where you fall in love, by the way, at this point. We're falling in love here with this person who they're showing up in this beginning part of the relationship. That's where we just fall head over heels in love. And we are hooked in then to this person because they are showing us the very best side of them or a perception of them that they want us to believe is real. To get into these kinds of relationships, you have to be highly empathetic, um, because if you were at all <laughs> not empathetic or selfish or self-centered, you wouldn't tolerate when the bad behavior starts to show up. OK, we've all got friends who if someone doesn't show up when they're meant to, it's like, right, that's it, they're out, I'm off. And you're like, oh, I'll give them a chance. Maybe they've had a bad day, right? Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they're struggling. But sustain an abusive relationship, you kind of have to be highly empathetic, very understanding, and kind of a fixer. Like, oh, don't worry, I, I know you're having a bad day, or I can make it better for you, those kind of things, right? Does it sound familiar to you guys? I'm sure it does to many of you. The important thing to remember is it is not your fault. It is not your fault, okay? It really isn't. So is it love? Well, for you, yeah, um, you're hooked in. But remember, you're hooked in to that first impression of them when they're being so wonderful and love bombing you, promising you everything. Okay, promising you the world. You're going to be looked after. You've got your soulmate. Everything's going to be fantastic. So it really is fairy tale romance, sort of what you see in the movies kind of thing. But for them, is it love? And a lot of my clients say, sorry, but did they ever love me? Did they ever, ever love me? Now. How they work is that they need that adulation and adoration. So they need that. So they are grateful to you for giving them that supply, which they need like their oxygen mask, right? They need that to breathe, to survive. 
So their love for you is kind of like a gratitude for that continued supply. Because they lack empathy, they don't love in the way that you would love, but they are capable of mimicking what love looks like. So it can feel like that, for sure. So how does the control grow? Well, as I said before, it doesn't happen on day one necessarily. It's usually over a slow period of time that your boundaries are eroded. Now, what do I mean by boundaries? What I mean is what is acceptable behavior for you? When you go into a relationship, you will have, uh, imagine like a brick wall that surrounds you, made up of different bricks, and that represents what is acceptable behavior for you. Now, maybe they call you a name and a brick is taken out of your wall. Maybe they're unreliable. Maybe they do something that's unkind. Maybe they are rude or cruel to you. Slowly, that abuse starts to creep in. But that's one brick at a time removed. And because you're not saying, stop, what are you doing? That's not okay. Because you're saying, oh, I'm having a bad day. Or I want to avoid conflict here. I don't want to get involved in this. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. I know they're having a tough time. Or I'll suck it up. Don't worry, I'll take it on board. Does that all sound familiar? Yeah, absolutely. So that's how the bricks come out and your boundaries of what is acceptable behavior become eroded. Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as the Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control, and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life, and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. So that's how the bricks come out and your boundaries of what is acceptable behavior become eroded. Because once those bricks are out, it's very, very hard to put them back in. Again, it's not your fault, but this is how the control grows over a period of time. So why do we stay? Well, yeah, we stay because we understand, right? We don't want to make things any worse and you want to make it better for your partner. You're in the relationship, so you want to make it better for them. And you can appreciate their point of view. I mean, quite often with the gaslighting, it's interesting because there is a grain of truth in there somewhere. Okay, a tiny, teeny, teeny one, but there usually is one tiny, teeny grain of truth somewhere in there. Like you were at that place, but that's it. It The rest of it didn't play out as they said it did. So you kind of think, well, maybe they got it wrong because they know this is true and you accept that. So maybe maybe they're confused. But actually, they're not confused as part of their classic tactic, their, their sort of textbook behavior. Sometimes we can just think, well, they're having a bad day. That's OK. Everyone has a bad day. 
or you think it's up to you to fix it and you can take it on and that's what being a good partner is all about right you want to help them and support them because you love them so these are key reasons why we stay now the hamster wheel abuse cycle is kind of cute the hamster right but this is not a cute cycle basically how does this happen because it's recurring and it keeps repeating itself so we have the build up of tension so maybe your ex is comes in and you can feel there's something going on something bubbling you know and you're you can just pick up on that maybe they're tapping their foot a lot or they're just twitchy or they're just not talking to you or there's just a look in their eye that you recognize okay so there's that slow build up of tension this can be over a long period of time a couple of days or it can just be minutes or moments and then the abusive incident happens, whether it's um, some controlling behavior, an emotional outburst, a violent attack, whatever it is. And then the next stage. Now, this is where you start to pull away, understandably, because you are hurt, you might be scared. And the abuser realizes that you are pulling away from them. So what they need to do then is apologize and make excuses. They might blame you. might say, well, it was your fault, really, because you didn't get me dinner ready in, on time. Or well, you were wearing that and I don't like that. Or I heard from somebody that you've done this. They might put the blame on you. It's very common. But they will apologize. And sometimes they say, oh, I'm really sorry. They might cry. They might be really upset. They might be very dramatic about their apology. They might beg for forgiveness so that they reel you back in. Okay, and then maybe within minutes it's all forgotten, or maybe the next morning it's all forgotten. Now, what happens then is that the relief of it being over and done is so big that you don't want to bring it up, you don't want to cause any more problems. You think, okay, well, maybe we're back on that even keel, and they're being that nice person I fell in love with again now, so I can just relax. It's all done, it's all over with. Hopefully, it won't happen again. They've said it won't, so let's just get on with it. So you see how it, it escalates and then it gets really bad, horrific, but then you'll reel back in again as soon as you start to drift away. You'll pull back in close and then it goes again and then it goes again. And this is the ongoing hamster wheel abuse cycle, which is why we stay in these relationships. It's so hard to jump out because it gets good again. And that's what we want. That's what we fell in love with. That's it for today. And I look forward to you joining me for part three on my next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com, where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness.